Daily with Brian Redmond. On air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card. The perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. We've heard a lot about VAT rates changing, increasing, decreasing. Should they be going um, back down to the rates? Particularly in the hospitality sector for food businesses where the rate has fluctuated a lot between the 9% rate and the 13.5% rate. And joining us now to give us his thoughts is Deputy Matt Shanahan. Um, Deputy Shanahan, thanks for joining us this morning on the KCLR Daily. Can you hear me okay, Matt? Yeah. I can't, I can't yeah, see. that's great. Yeah, good morning, Brian. Sorry, yeah. So a, a sector that's under challenge, um, cost of living, cost of doing business, um, increasing and changing all the time, and the VAT rate has sort of done similar. Um, just how big an impact is it having on those businesses at the moment? Well, look, I think VAT is a, is a singular tax, okay, and, and people would be very aware that the restaurant sector, um, after COVID, there was a derogation reducing the VAT rate, which is welcome, but we pay a very high rate of VAT in the restaurant and across the SME space in Ireland. The average VAT rates across the EU for food are about 5%, uh, some of the lower countries are around 5%. We're presently charging 13.5%, but the context of where we are needs to be understood in terms of what has happened in the economy over the past two years, there has been a very significant ramping up of cost, uh, of, of consumer costs, of costs of energy, of regulatory costs. And these are impacting now very strongly at the SME level. And government has been to the vanguard of adding to some of those costs, by the way. But what's presently happening now is that the SME sector has you know, really been reacting to, I suppose, the very changed environment they're seeing. And in the restaurant sector in particular, Brian, people are, you're trying to target the discretionary spend of consumers. And that means that, you know, that's a very sensitive marketplace and people do not have a lot of spare money to be throwing around. So it's not like that restaurants can increase their prices as costs come in. They're trying to manage their costs. And at the moment, what is happening in the SME space, particularly in the food and hospitality sector, which has such a high level of work required uh, they're just they're losing money hand over fist and they're now crying out to government and they're crying out to their representatives and we as regional group tds are very aware of what's happening in business and that's why we're bringing a motion to government calling for uh, help to the sme sector well deputy Shannon, i'm not 100 percent sure whether you would be aware that for example yesterday we talked about two uh, two, two businesses closing here locally um somebody who would certainly be aware is colin Ahern from the the ormond hotel here in the city uh colin thanks for joining us on the kclr daily we've seen um closures in the last couple of days here um some of those smaller businesses already making those very very difficult decisions are you fearful that uh, the larger organisations like the hotels in the region are also going to have to make similar sorts of decisions. They, they, they're already making those decisions, Brian, in terms of the in terms of the outlets and the services that they're offering during the during the course of the day and the evening. Um, the the costs the costs of small business are getting out of hand, uh, and I know they've increased, as the deputy said there, over the last couple of years. But what's planned by government over the next 24, 36 months uh, is going to drive many, many more businesses and small um, food businesses, in particular in the hospitality sector, um, uh, out of business. I mean, <clears throat> we're estimating that the costs um, of our food businesses uh, here in the Ormond, for example, are going to increase by about 40%. Uh, over, over uh, between now and 2026, uh, and that's not sustainable. Mm. Uh, I know I know hotels around the country 
that have closed um, certain food outlets and those that are still remaining to uh, still keeping operating them uh, at a loss and that's not going to last much longer and then there are small cafes and restaurants uh, and bars around Kilkenny and the southeast that simply won't be able to sustain this level of cost increase. Well, we'll be talking more specifically about that VAT rate in just a moment, Colin, but also just to outline to us some of the other increases and in costs that businesses are having to uh, to take on board at the moment. Well, I mean, there's the government's move uh, towards, the, towards the living wage <clears throat> over the next three to four years, um, and that's, that's added on, including the, the government cost, the employer period, so approximately 15, 15% to the, to, to the minimum wage, and then the increases that came at all levels above that. Uh, as a result of it, there's the pension auto-enrolment, uh, and the, there's also the additional sick leave um, that's, been, uh, that's been put in that's now five, that's five days per year this year, seven days next year, and ten, <clears throat> and ten days the following year, 2026. I mean, just to put it into context, Brian, you know, a good food and beverage business is operating at a gross profit margin of somewhere in the region of 15 to 20%, and that's a good business. Adding 40% cost onto even a good business is going to bring their gross profit margin below 10%. And at that level, they're not even, they won't even be able to contribute to their fixed costs. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of at a tipping point now that if something isn't done with regard to the VAT, at the very least, because I presume uh, the, the, the move to the, the living wage, the move to the pension auto-enrollment and the additional sick leave ain't going to change. So something else needs to be done to support hospitality businesses in that regard. And Deputy Shannon, um, that private member's motion uh, due to be debated tomorrow calls for an adjustment of the 8.8% employer's PRSI threshold to extend uh, to a ceiling of wage of €495 a week. But in general, uh, what's the chat like around the corridors? Do you think government will be um, receptive to such uh, requests? Well, I think government are, are starting to become receptive, and uh, you'll have seen Michael McGrath yesterday announcing a, a softening of, um, uh, you know, the, the, the warehouse debt situation. So now taking away the uh, premium interest rate, they're bringing it back to zero percent. He's talking about uh, companies being able to elongate that past the five or seven year program that was originally being discussed. But it needs to be understood, Brian, that is only for companies that are absolutely compliant in their revenue. If you're laid for a VAT payment, if you're laid for a PRSI payment, those extensions will not be provided to you. And what's happening at, at present is that there is a disconnect going on in government, in my opinion, and we are reflecting this in our motion in terms of the absolute costs that are in the SME sector. The SME sector in this country is the largest employer, bar none. There is nothing like it in the country. It employs over 1.2 million people. But what you have in, in respect of pay bargaining, and to be fair to uh, Colin, he's referenced it there, you know, the move of FTI in the public sector to get around pay bargaining, to put in all of these increases, which are absolutely needed, but you cannot do it uh, and not make ex an exceptional case for those businesses which are hiring, particularly hiring a lot of, of lower-wage people. They have seen their cost base absolutely just skyrocket in the past 12 months. And as Colin has pointed out, there is, we are facing a tsunami of businesses that are just at this moment in time, they're not keeping their heads above water. They are finding that their sales are dropping as they try to increase their prices. It's having an effect on their turnover. That means they're not creating profit and ultimately they're not sustainable. And government is going to have to move. And we in the regional group, unfortunately our motion has been kicked out to next week now because of today is a day of tributes to John Bruton. And I would like to acknowledge uh, the very great work he did in the country 
uh, during the Rainbow Coalition times. I think that was a very formidable government, and we should all be thankful for some of uh, what they brought in, not least the access to college fees, which was great. But that's for today. And for next week, we will be regrouping. We're talking to business all the time. And what we want is not an adversarial discussion with government. We want government to recognize that they now have to give specific supports to sectors of the economy, which up to now they have been putting very high rates of tax on. And Colin, the motion also calls or requests that the government establish a task force of representatives of small businesses <coughs> with, with the various different government department agencies and personally chaired by cabinet ministers to sort of continually review the application of all government-controlled costs. Have you ever had consultation from any department in relation to changes in government-controlled costs historically? Um, I, I, look, I mean, I'm, I, there, there are um, in industry bodies <clears throat> that represent the restaurant sector, that represent the hotel sector, the hospitality, tourism, and I'm sure you know there's there, there's IBEC and there's <clears throat> there there are organisations like that that are there to represent us. Um, however, you know, I think the. I think the hospitality and the restaurant um, industry in particular is slightly unique insofar as it is very labour-intensive. Uh, the, the, the cost of doing business, the cost of managing that is incredibly high. And these specific changes have had uh, a particular effect on that that either was not seen or was not appreciated until now. And the most important thing right now is that everyone sits down and reacts to what is in front of them, whether, whether, whether it was discussed or appreciated um, the, the level uh, in the past is irrelevant. Right now, it's right in front of us. And we're seeing it every day in small towns and cities like any and all around us in the southeast. And if we don't act, then we're going to have a lot more difficulties. Matt, um, Colin O'Hearn there saying it's right in front of us already. How quickly um, do government departments need to uh, react to this request in order to prevent more closures of businesses like we've seen in the last couple of days? Well, they need to react immediately, to be honest, Brian. You know, this is an immediate problem. We have employers who are uh, facing uh, the repayment of VAT at the end of February, which they may not have, uh, you know, resources to do. They have to, they have to pay their employer taxes, their PRSI, their PAYE every two months as well. And that's all a cash flow burden at a time when they're really in such a quiet part of the year after Christmas. You know, January, February, March are very, very difficult months in the food and hospitality sector anyway. But really what we need... And I would, I would echo what Colm has just said there. You know, the problem is in front of us now. We can all say mistakes were made, and absolutely, government has made mistakes here. They have not consulted widely or deeply enough. And what we have going on in Dublin for the last long while is a lot of groupthink at the civil service level. And we see that, particularly in the southeast region, a region is particularly economically challenged, is receiving very little in terms of capital, significant capital investment to the region. And on top of that, we are being, you know, the planning laws that are being put in Dublin are now being put in the southeast. So all of these are having an effect on our economy. But government needs to listen. It is my job as an enterprise spokesperson, as, as a regional TD, for not alone for Waterford, but for the southeast region. I know the power of a region. Our region is not Farming. We must come together and we must get government to change this tack. And absolutely, we do need a, a better regulatory body like a task force where the, where the ministers sit down periodically every quarter. And we do not do this to our people and to our communities. We are putting horrendous pressure on business owners now and they are not able to take it.
And just finally, Colin O'Hearn, are you concerned that we will see more closures locally in Kilkenny and Carlow ahead of those slightly brighter days for the hospitality sector that follow on from the St. Patrick's Festival? Yeah, I think, look, this, you know, I mean, as, as has been said there, you know, it, it, it's, there, there are darker days coming in terms of the sort of charges that, 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 that people are going to have to pay unless something's done. I mean, there's the warehouse tax. And like I, I, I saw recently some, somewhere in the region of over 5,000 companies in Ireland owe over 50,000 euros. And a lot of them are hospitality businesses that had to close during COVID, had no opportunity and, and, and tried to stay operating to keep their, their staff employed and paid during that period. Um, and something's going to have to happen in terms of, in, in terms of uh, elongating that out and allowing people to pay it back over a longer period or some sort of way of, of removing some of that. If, if something doesn't happen, if government don't act, there is no doubt in my mind that, some, that, that, that a city like Kilkenny over the space of the next 12 to 24 months will see the hospitality businesses drastically reduced, you know, somewhere in the region of 30-40% of closures if something isn't done. That's how serious it is. And just finally to Deputy Matt Shanahan, um, Enterprise Spokesperson for the Regional TD Group. Do you think there's any concern on the government side that if they make um, alterations that will help the hospitality sector, that they'll also then start to come under pressure from other sectors? Well, look, I think that may be a possibility, but what we have to get to is we have to get to some kind of equity in terms of how, how we do business in this country, how we do politics. And, you know, you cannot, uh, you know, um, I suppose... Look, seek to put money into one area and not put it into another. And whether it's into business or whether it's into the public sector, there has to be fairness. I would make one other point with respect to the southeast. You know, we are very, very dependent on tourism across the region. And our restaurants, our coffee shops and our pubs and all of that are all a part of our tourism offering. So the knock-on effect of what we're now discussing, it could be quite drastic for the region over the next 12 to 18 months. Uh, I accept that other people may put their hands up and say we are under pressure. And if they are, they need to be looked at. We have a high-functioning economy. It is working exceptionally well for some sectors of the economy, but it is not working for other sectors, and particularly for the small and medium-sized enterprise, for the business entrepreneur, particularly those exposed to the hospitality sector, exposed to food, exposed to high labour costs, it is not working, and that is what we are seeking to try and, and give some remediation to. Deputy Matt Shanahan, Enterprise Spokesperson for the Regional TD Group, and Colin O'Hearn from the Kilkenny Ormond Hotel. Thanks for joining us here on the KCLR Daily. 0833069696 is our Dinners Ready contact line. Um, are you fearful that some of the favourite coffee shops, some of the favourite businesses around your locality will close? Do you want to see that VAT rate reduced to support all those um, local producers? Let me know. Um, you can give us a call on one eight hundred ninety ninety six ninety six or text or WhatsApp us on that dinner's ready text line. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, helping you step out of the sweatpants and into style. See fairgreen.ie.